Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,237, Feb 1. 2024. I don't think we'll hit a record today, although we did yesterday. 54 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1931. And it was 28 below on this day in 1951. Boom. And now from the mayor's There's office, always a delay like the there. Boathouse you never know when you try to click on it. Yeah. Sometimes it sometimes she fires, sometimes she doesn't. With Chris sometimes she does Manning Technology Corner, <laughs> Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of Wait common that. sense. Your mayor. Because you're Olson. doubting its veracity, I'm going to go right to it. I got this at ten. 20 a.m. today from our friends at the American Experiment. Well, it's not on their website. Governor Tim Walls and his cronies <laughs> in the legislature are proposing a new stealth gas tax that will be worse than California's crazy fuel standards. This new, more extreme proposal has been rebranded as a clean transportation standard that will make Minnesota's mandates the most extreme and most expensive in the country, surpassing California, Oregon, and Washington. They want to raise the cost of gas in Minnesota by 39 to 45 cents per gallon. Wow. For no reason. For no reason. No money for roads and bridges, no measurable (sighs) impact on the environment. Legislators are about to start debating this insane proposal. And if you would go to the Center of the American Experiment's website, they they have a a means by which you can contact your own rep. Who's the author of this particular article? Is it Klon? This is just a a bulletin off the top of their website, Chris. I don't know who authored it. Okay, sorry. Right? They have a staff there. It's not on the website. It's not on the website, yeah. Not on the website. (laughs) Well, why was this sent to me? What website? That's insane. April Groundhog Day fools. Hey, it is April. Are they? No, it's February 1st. Are they? It's April. (laughs) (laughs) Are they trying to drive us away? Thank you. Are they trying to drive us away? Well, I'm I'm more upset by you fellows not finding this on their website. Well, well maybe trust, they just haven't gotten to it yet. Or I trust something. you, Joe. I, don't know. I, I just I'd like to read it for myself. But I mean, if you got the email, you got the email, and it's from them, not a listener. It's from them. Yeah. Well, I trust you, and I'm outraged at the thought of this. Want to stay with that? You want to stay with taxes? Me being huh? outraged? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, you jerk. I think this uh, I think this fellow has come up before on the show. Uh, Representative Andy Smith of Rochester. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. A, a DFLer uh, who was declared bankruptcy. He had a couple of uh, businesses he was pretending to run in Baltimore or what the hell's the town? Rochester. 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 
this is uh, I've heard this before. This has been this has been. Uh, I was alerted to this uh, courtesy of our friend Linda Keller, well, Keller Tech Linda. Services. He wants to tax money that doesn't yet exist. Can you do that? Uh, wow. If you buy a hundred shares in Acme Corporation for ten dollars each, that'd okay. be a grand, right? Uh, and the price of that st- uh, stock rises to twenty. Now it's worth twenty grand. You have made a capital gain of a thousand dollars, but that is unrealized because the thousand dollar gain doesn't actually exist. Yeah, it's not monetary because you haven't done anything with it. Mm-hmm. It isn't sitting in your bank account. I already see where this is going. It's the notional amount of what you would get if you sold the shares at that new price. If, by contrast, the shares fell to five bucks each, now your initial investment's worth five hundred, you would have had an unrealized capital loss of five hundred bucks. The money is an unrealized gain because it doesn't yet exist. As soon as you sell the shares, assuming the price has gone up and you've made a profit, you have a realize you have realized the gain. It becomes income and you pay tax on it. That's what we do now. Uh, but this fiscally illiterate uh, fellow would like to tax the money that you have that doesn't exist yet. Wow. And uh, I'm uh, making a list. Um, I'm going to need a rail. I'm going to need a bucket of hot tar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to need some the feathers. pitchfork. Um, I- I'm storming the Capitol. I'm serious. This is absolute insanity. It's a basic capital gains understanding. Uh, was this, is he someone who simply does not know when something is unrealized? Uh, as we note here, the clue is rather in the name. Well, he's bad it? with money. He's bad with money to begin with because I know he declared bankruptcy. Um, so I, I'm not sure he grasped the concept. And of I that. don't have much on this. This also is from the American experiment. This also is from the American experiment. Uh, I have texts to people out in the know on these matters, and I'll, I'll wait to see if well, I can Well, look at, look at with who you've elected in this state. Does it surprise you that one of these fruitcakes would try this? And how many went along with it? This is a great idea. I don't know how many of them. Let's tax out. the rich. There, it hasn't been passed into law yet, and presumably it would not. There, there's even, there's even got to be some people with dyed hair who skateboard around the Capitol who believe this is a bad idea. It's so interesting that the most ignorant among us shout out things like tax the rich when they don't even know what that means. Yeah. And it doesn't know what it means for them. They just think it it affects other people. Yes, uh, Chris. I texted with our buddy Pat Garofalo, who's in his last legislative session. I understand session. that. I said, so Joe just read a story of a proposed new gas tax by your guy, Governor Walls. This has to be a joke. His response, yep. It's never enough. So it's true. Yeah. Now text him about Andy Smith pushing a bill to tax unrealized income. All right. Uh, This Andy Smith has no leg to stand on, no history of financial understanding, uh, nothing. He uh, somehow got himself elected in a district down in Rochester. Apparently he had a little cinema he was operating (laughs) That showed uh, apparently very small films, and that 
either did or didn't work out. And then he had some bookstores that didn't work out. I believe he came, didn't he come up in regard to the Family Leave Act? Yes. I, I don't remember the context in which he came I up. I believe he was one of the authors of the bill. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, again, we, we can do without the likes of this fellow. Oh, we... I think elected people have to start passing an intelligence test. <laughs> you really need to understand what you're what you're doing, and he obviously does not. Be, before There's an you're... outfit called Americans for Tax Fairness. They they have released uh, this idea of taxing unrealized income. This is his his being involved with it is not the first time I've heard about it. This proposed intelligence test needs to happen before you're even allowed on the ballot. Absolutely. Because it, it's been proven in this state over and over again that the, the voters in this state are so goddamn stupid that they will elect anybody. And if this moron is really affiliated with this, he quite literally doesn't know what the word unrealized means. He, <laughs> what the hell? A guy that cannot keep two businesses profitable? profitable and has to declare bankruptcy is the, proposing this the the people behind this believe that there's 8.5 trillion dollars out there in untaxed assets and they want a billionaire income tax they don't know what they're talking about unrealized gains are not income well I don't even know if you guys are putting that much in I, I don't care about these money issues I want my politicians to have a ceasefire meeting in, i mean that's the real issues that well he, he did he did post on that uh, Joe, oddly enough chris how can you not be how can you not how can you not be so enraged that you just don't want to go down there and raise a ruckus this is they're out of control such i understand they that, have to yeah. go now today before sundown this is insanity I, uh, for Chris's sake, would like to read from Andy's Facebook page. I was kidding. Added, Let's be quiet and hear what John says. I've added my voice to the growing cry for hashtag ceasefire now in Gaza, signing the below letter provided by at Jewish Voice for Peace. And then it reads the whole thing that the statement that they released. Uh, I also saw on his Facebook page he has also just filed to run for re-election. So he'll be Rochester, right? Yeah, November. Yep. Well, we have a lot of listeners in Rochester. Well, uh, you're committing an atrocity by electing such an unqualified he, He's person. not even qualified to be on social media. He's so stupid. <laughs> Seriously. Wow, right. He, he shouldn't even get the 163 character. He, he, keep him off TikTok, off Facebook. Boy, if that's all you need, that would thin the herd a lot on social media. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, oh, the God. leaders of all the social media outfits were getting sweated under the Klieg lights yesterday yeah. in Congress. You think that'll do anything? No. Of course not. But I do think they are harmful entities, uh, particularly for young, young people. I don't know what my answer is. Young people don't know anything other than social media. They have no idea what life used to be like. But the better the parents, the more likely the kids are not to be affected by it. So remember last year when they tried, I forget what it was, the increased fee of wages for Uber, and there was the big I hubbub. I do remember, Chris. Uber then said, we're, we're shutting down operation if you guys pass this. And then, of course, Governor Walls vetoed, said, right. Bill, right. what is it going to take for them to realize if you add 40 cents a gallon 
Outrageous. To every you know, every business owner, every mom and dad trying to t- every gonna, truck driver. Who's gonna have to step up and say, You don't understand what May I uh okay. may I uh, uh be outraged? A, yes. May I just say we're poorly led. To Let's turn to Ilhan Omar speaking of being poorly led. Here is your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Logic. The Star Tribune has finally gotten around to the <laughs> okay. uh, B3. B3. <laughs> B3. Yes. Bingo. Uh, oh, uh, headline, Omar criticism based on flawed translation. Subhead, her speech was translated as putting Somalia first. It's by Zoe Jackson and Faiza Mahmoud. Uh, one of whom apparently uh, speaks Somali because the story mentions a Star Tribune uh, reporter who speaks Somali listened to her speech. This is uh, Ilhan facing scrutiny and criticism from Republicans. I, I got to think that she might be facing scrutiny and criticism for more than just Republicans occasionally, don't you? She has to. But it's always uh, this paper. It's always the Republicans who, mm-hmm. who criticize uh, Republicans led by Tom Emmer, whose testicles are in a jar at Mar-a-Lago, uh, have criticized an alleged translation of a speech to a room full of Somali supporters in Minneapolis last weekend, with Emmer calling it anti-American. Okay, Omar said the translation accompanying a video of that speech that went viral uh, was slanted and completely off, and the Star Tribune is racing to the scene uh, to correct that on her behalf. The speech was held at an event at a Hyatt Hotel in downtown Minneapolis, January 27, to celebrate the recent election in the region of Somalia known as Puntland. Omar's comments turned to a port deal between landlocked Ethiopia and the breakaway Republic of Somaliland that's left the entire Horn of Africa on edge. Because we don't have enough to worry about here. We, we should be aware of this. In the wake of the port deal between the northern region of Somalia and Ethiopia, Omar said in the speech that she's fielded calls from concerned people who want the U.S. to intervene in hopes of nullifying the 50-year agreement. We can't even settle our own border problems in this country. That's me. That's not the story. Omar's office pointed to a more accurate translation of her speech. Her office pointed to a more accurate translation of her speech. A Star Tribune reporter who speaks Somali listened to the speech and reviewed the transcript and found it matched Omar's comments. It said, my answer was the U.S. government will do what we tell the U.S. government to do. That's supposed to be better. (laughs) We as Somalis should have that confidence in ourselves. We live in this country. We pay taxes in this country. We steal food from this country. No, that, that wasn't in there. <laughs> it's a country where one of your own sits in Congress. As long as I'm in Congress, no one will take Somalia's C, S-E-A. And the United States will not support other people to rob us. Rest assured, Minnesotans, the woman you sent to Congress is aware of you and has the same interest as you. When she says, rest assured, Minnesotans, she's not talking to me. She's talking to Somali Minnesotans, I would imagine. Yeah. 
The translation now under dispute characterized Omar's comments this way. The U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. Okay? But the correct translation, according to the Star Tribune, is my answer was the U.S. government will do what we tell the U.S. government to do. So you drop the word only. What's the difference? Only is gone. They will do what we want and nothing else. This is the correct translation. Really? They'll do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders. And that is how we will safeguard the interests of Somalia. Together we will protect the interests of Somalia. Wait. She has every right in the world to be interested in Somalia, but does she have every right in the world to bring down the full weight and force of the U.S. government to do whatever she wants it to do? She doesn't even have the right to, say, address me. I am not in her district. She, the including all of Minnesota, Minnesota is absurd. It's her district, and it's a few people in her district. Uh, Emmer has requested an ethics committee investigation into her comments. How many would that bring it to now? I don't know. She's had a few. How uh, many did he need? Emmer's office did not respond to a request for a copy of the ethics complaint. Omar said in a prepared statement Tuesday that she rejects the attempt to question her character and her loyalty to America, her home. What she's she's rejected that attempt a uh, hundred times. The attacks being lobbed against me are not only completely false; they are rooted in xenophobia and Islamophobia. Sure, yeah. She's always, done that. She's yeah, played that, always, that card. She's played so yeah. often that card is tattered. Do you That's think sprayed. it's the yeah. same one? Dog-eared. She's, the same one She's wearing out that dog-eared card. Yeah. She plays it all the time. Yeah. Here it comes. There it is. Flash it. Yep. Boom. Omar said she supports a unified Somalia, which aligns with longstanding U.S. policy. The video it, was originally circulated on X by Ambassador Rhoda J. Elmi, Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs for Somaliland. Elmi was critical of Omar's comments, calling her language divisive and unbecoming. Okay, so someone that really knows what's going on called her remarks divisive and unbecoming. Of course. Can I address Omar uh, personally? You may. It, it's, it's not xenophobia. It's not Islamophobia. It's you. It's you. We hate you. You, you're a bad person. Has nothing to do with the color of your skin, where you're from, or your religion. It's you. Well, let's clean up the word hate. Strong dislike. Yeah, I'm standing by it. (laughs) (laughs) No, we, we, this is all a function of the mystery. Her presence is a is an is a symptom of the mystery always has been uh and what americans anticipate and have been losing now with regularity since the onset of the mystery for which we could pick an arbitrary time in history but you could call it at least 20 years 25 years as the mystery gains momentum what Americans expect is a worldview shared by their representatives. 
where America is nurtured and husbanded and cared for and is thought to be a wonderful place full of opportunity and promise. And Americans are tired of it being shot down all the time by people. People criticizing it and ridiculing it, whether they be representatives of the failed academy or politicians or movie stars. We're tired of this country being treated so raggedly uh, to the point where here is a, an elected representative who is telling a very select group of people with a very narrow interest in this case, an interest that has very little to do with anything with the United States of America, telling them, don't worry, America will do what I tell them to do. Mm. Now, how am I misinterpreting that? Well, you're Islamophobic. You're not. Uh, but they're going to come back and say, yeah, it's it, it, Islamophobic. And they're going to say that comes from a place of white privilege. People have listened to me long enough to know that I don't give a damn if she's green or blue or white or red. I just don't like her politics. They don't have the gumption to debate you on the issues. So they are never going to acknowledge my existence. She could never last in a dis, even a discussion with you. But that's exactly and, what. Oh, and that's why they resort to these act, yep. these absurd accusations. Because yep. they don't because have a comeback. They, she's they done can't that repeatedly. Down. She's yeah. played that card. That's because she can't sit down and talk or debate the issues. It would be weird if she was green, though. Yeah, but, you know, I don't care if her politics reflected in any way a love of this country. It okay. ain't easy being green. Right? That, would be, no, that would be such a, a delightful turn of events. So you wonder that. why someone that attached to Somalia, uh, who apparently cares that deeply about Somalia... And apparently has a deep understanding of Somalia. Why she wouldn't want to live in Somalia. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. Why she wouldn't want to live there and work for its betterment. Rather right. than hide here in some condo in Minneapolis that she visits every once in a while to keep her hat in the 5th Congressional District ring. Well, in America, she can speak freely. She can't speak freely in Somalia. Well, why wouldn't she want to go there and turn that around? It would be a noble cause. It would be. Taking the easy road. But, uh, save your BS for somebody else, Omar. You're a pain in the ass. She knows how insignificant she is at home and that her nonsense wouldn't be allowed or put up with. I'll say. Yeah. You know what I'll say? I'll say something about the wonderful, wonderful people at the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program. Last year, I told you about a great new program. They're one of the largest uh, private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota. It's Minnesota Masonic. They are proud to support the young people of Minnesota. And last year, they launched a brand new scholarship program. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. It's called the Selfless Scholar. Here's how it works. Instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, the scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves, recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. And they get a whole bunch of entries, and I think the deadline is pretty close here, the February 29th, but this scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves. And I tell you what, MMC has a, a great program for 2024 
And over the course of the next few weeks, I'll be sharing you some of their stories. One cool thing about the scholarship, there's 15 $5,000 scholarships. They're split between the nominator and the nominee, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story and the person whose story got the attention of a peer. Stay tuned. You'll hear some of those stories very soon. You can go to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org to learn more. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Three constants with Liberty Safes and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Three things you can always expect. Number one, you'll always get a sale on Liberty Safes. It's always going on. There's a new sale every month on these high-quality American-made safes. The January sale just wrapped up. New one coming soon. In addition to the monthly sales, Rich is always offering you 15% off all quick combination and key vaults no matter what the other Liberty sales are. All you have to do is mention, tell him you're a GLer. And as a GLer, you can always expect a little something extra when you purchase a Liberty Safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. You just let him know, tell him you're from Gumption County, and uh, he'll set you up with something you need for your brand new safe. Something like free installation of an electrical accessories kit when you buy it. You buy it, Rich puts it in for free, no charge. And number three, always expect Liberty to have your back, uh, either through their lifetime transferable warranties, their privacy poly policy. That policy, by the way, goes above and beyond what any other safe company in the country does. Or... Just Liberty's ability to match you up with the right safe and the, it's, it's all about your needs. They're not going to try to upsell you here. Here's what you do. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, find the safe quiz. It's under the information center tab and then take the test. Find out which safe is best for you. Get a hold of Rich. Pick up the phone, 763-328-0628 or better yet, stop in, shake his hand, 6901. East Fish Lake Road, and prepare yourself to own the very best safe ever made, the Liberty Safe, from MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. One of the illegal immigrants who helped beat up and assault two New York City police officers in Times Square 
upon his release, his name is Johan Boada, 22. He's wearing a Lakers T-shirt. Not held, uh, released virtually right away. Uh, came out and there were reporters shouting questions at him. And as he walked by, he just used both hands to give them the finger and kept going. Ah. So it, 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 it so, really, uh, really hasn't taken these guys long to figure out how it works, does it? Joe, when they were released, were they released without charges? So they never have to answer for this? I'm sure they were charged. They were just released without bail. Without bail. I okay, don't know. so I, I don't know. who who thinks they can ever find him again? Well, in theory, there will be a pointless court case uh, in the future. But well, you're I, right; they'll they probably they'll probably be able to find him again, Joe. Because I'm going to venture a guess; he's more than more than likely going to get arrested for something. Well, he'll, and then he'll just sure get put him through the old spin cycle. Get uh, get released again. Uh, Willard uh, Willard Anger writes, I'd like to add to the reactions you guys had to Governor Walz saying the days of old white guys handing out money needs to end. As you said, it's over. Lots of people handing out money, but not so many old white guys. What he invoked is the old invisible enemy. They have done it for years. The Republicans want to cut education funding. No, no, they don't. They never have. Those fascists are trying to take away your right to vote. No, they're just trying to make it a legitimate franchise, etc. The left has a stranglehold on local and state government and need to maintain a false impression of being the underdog to an ignorant and or ill-informed populace. In this situation, the enemy is invisible and can be whatever Walls and his ilk want it to be. Walls is the only old white guy throwing money at whatever lefty black hole he sees, so maybe he should step aside. And I would bet the consortium or whatever it is who bought that block in St. Paul includes a good number of GLers, whether they know it or not. Men and women who worked hard, made some scratch, and are now investing in their community. They didn't, they didn't and don't need the help of a disingenuous old creep like Walls. Or to put it simply, it's pandering with a full twisting back somersault. Yes, it is. Well said. And our friend uh, Scott Mueller. For Mueller Mortuaries? Yeah. He said, Joe, I recently was in both Phoenix and Las Vegas and rented a car in both places. As I'm by myself and no need to impress anybody, I get the least expensive rental car I can. When I showed up at and retrieved my car, I was assigned an EV each time. One was a Mustang and the other was a Tesla. I asked the clerk why I'm being assigned such an expensive car when I asked for an economy car. He said it's because nobody wants to rent these. They're afraid of having to find a charging station, and so we have to present them as a very expensive economy car option. (laughs) Both cars were interesting, but the Tesla was so highly infused with technology that it was annoying to drive. I suspect that Avis will soon be moving these cars to the sales lot because the cost doesn't justify the return. And I really resent the way Mueller signs off his uh, correspondence with me. Soon and very soon, Scott. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sometimes he signs off patiently waiting. (laughs) If if you're... Can you refuse them? What if they're the last car on the lot? I, I guess you got to take. You it. have to take what you can get. But th- wasn't there a story? Uh, did Josh? I can't. Somebody had it where there is a rental outfit that got rid of ninety percent of their EV fleet. 
I don't know if it was Avis or Budget so, or whoever it was. It was a big one. I remember. Yeah. How's how's this work if you don't take a car? Where are you going to lose money? Is there a deposit situation that's going to be gone? I don't know. I haven't rented a car in quite some time. I was actually talking to Chris. Uh, the last time Why I rented... Know? He takes his own car because he's too cheap That's to fly. That's true. I am too cheap to fly, which is like why I like bringing my own vehicle. But the last time, I, I recall, Kenny, because I always usually want an SUV if I've got my wife and kids. And okay. they didn't they, have one. All right. I've stopped listening. All right. <laughs> one time I rented a car in Arizona, and the clerk said, what is this, a joke? He had my license in his hand. I said, no. He said, well, this expired a year ago. I had no idea. Oh, when I got home, I and it like, turned out it was a library card. Quick, get my license switched. I think I can link adult diapers to what's happened in the country. Not many people would would huh? venture where that angel fears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Just you saying that makes sense to me. I, I mean, that would explain a lot Thank with you. this country. Thank you. No wonder we're in the asshole. It's a, it's a B it's an A B D L movement. Adult baby diaper love. Oh. It's a diverse community <laughs> with various individuals and their unique wants and needs. But it turns out uh, there's a small town in New Hampshire where there's quite a bit of ABDL. Okay. Adult diaper baby love. Yeah. So there's people walking around with full loads. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, Kenny. Let's try to let's just try to keep it on the up and up because well, it's so gross. Well, it is, but it's going to explain a lot. They got themselves a website, I see. Well, it's called the Diaper Spa. Wow, it's in Atkinson, New Hampshire. It says it is an age play friendly adult diaper spa to nurture and pamper all. Diaper lovers and enthusiasts in richly immersive experiences. Enthusiasts. The spa spa is a safe and judgment-free zone for visitors to pamper themselves with snacks, playtime, story time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, coloring, nursery rhymes, and sing-alongs. This guy's got clowns on his. Services advertised include an adult baby diaper lover nursery spa care at $300 an hour, virtual play dates at $200 an hour, and an all-day premier spa experience for the little one inside of you for $1,500. And I submit to you, I submit to you, when our mental faculties have declined to this level, uh, it's no wonder we can be governed by just anybody who Thank wants you. to be uh, wants you. to take the job and I, then run roughshod over you because you're not paying attention and then mocked by the entire globe. See, here's where you and I are different. Yeah, I'm seeing brand new GL State Fair merchandise. Really? No, you're not because no GLers are the official GL diaper. These are the kind of people. Watch the show for four hours. (laughs) These are the kind of people that can't change a tire when they get a flat on the side of the road. These are the people that don't know how to check the oil. These are not functioning adults. These are people who don't care who got elected. They just don't care. They vote for whoever. Yeah, they vote for uh, whoever social media tells them to vote for. In the summer, you can play with your water wings and floaties. 
Picnic under the tree with your teddy bear. Play marbles. What are your floaties? Well, you put them on your arm so you, you don't, know. don't ask oh, me yeah. questions okay. like that. <laughs> or, Surprised you caught it. Or swing on the front porch swing and serve tea to your dollies. Uh-huh. In the winter, we can make snow angels, build snowmen, drink hot cocoa from beneath clouds of whipped cream and sprinkles. This is why terrorists are walking casually across this, our border into this over. country. Yep. I, I, I don't think I can exaggerate this enough. Yeah. Now, there's people in the town who are uh, concerned. Mother of three, Kayla Gallagher, told the Eagle Tribune that she is concerned because the spa is close to a children's park and fears it caters to clients with a sexual fetish. That is something that I will never be willing to expose my kids to, so now we will no longer be able to use that park, she told the paper, according to BostonGot.com. Local resident Mike Vigliata was against the spa for a similar reason. But, yeah, do your libraries have, uh, uh, what are those dance days? Uh, the Trans uh, days? What are, oh, what are they coming things? to read? Yeah. Um, trans storytelling? Yeah. You know what? So why 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 not this? What's over? <sighs> this is New Hampshire. Why not just straight up bestiality? Have fun with a cow. <laughs> Here's a sheep. Look at this sexy sheep. Come on in. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Why not dead people? Hey, necrophiliacs, come on down. Have some fun. Have a little tea with your dead friend. They don't have field trips. That's that's a relief. I'd hate <laughs> to be driving through town and see them, you know, waddling along <laughs> right. the Main Street. How about a parade? There's no sexual interaction. That's according to the spa's website. Right. And and clients are subject to a screening on the National Sex Offenders uh, Database. We don't know that. You didn't answer my question at the outset. The, what, what was the question? Are they walking around with a pant load? Uh, I, you know, I, I, saggy, maybe, hanging down, maybe. full, leaking out the leg holes. <laughs> We've all had kids. The diaper spa was created to provide a safe and non-judgmental space for these individuals. Uh, well, then, you know, using that distorted reasoning uh, and hiding behind the word safe space. What what couldn't you devise some perverted safe space for? Well, that's what we just went through, bestiality. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's go. You people are uh, mentally deficient and you're an example of why the country is crashing up against the rocks of Despair. Great big swells of despair crashing on the shore. Yeah, I hate that. Where is she? Let's go. Yeah, and, but and, my... and then the normal people, uh, a word I don't hesitate to use, they get ripped here in this story because they fail to comprehend. See, they're judgmental. It's above them. Yes, I am judgmental. If I see somebody walking around in a diaper, I'm, I'm going to say something. You're going to judge. Yeah. You're going to profile. I'm going to be judged. Wasn't the adult diapers what got you to the 20 honks? Yeah. No, the, that, uh, was, that yeah, was, was no, that was the babies. That, it was the babies, large but they babies. were the size of adults. Yes. Oh, okay. Jay Leno had a great line. Jordy wants to know if this will result in a new honk record. Oh. But no, because I don't find this funny. This right. is pathetic. 
These people are pathetic. Furries are pathetic. You're all pathetic, and you're the reason the country screwed up. <laughs> Amen. Jay Leno had a great line when the uh, Depends first came out. In his monologue, he said, I was sitting around watching football, and I was thinking, hey, these Depends are really great. Because <laughs> he doesn't have to get up. He just That's pretty funny, man. He's himself. Thank you for throwing that out What there. about these soil? Do they get into soil at all? <laughs> it's on my mind right now. Uh, uh, this story, they don't talk uh, about changing or anything like that. Just, well, they, yeah, they got changing. Uh, yes. Adult changing In tables. Fact, if you go right back to the beginning, it would seem to be maybe the appeal to these nutcases is that. Uh, I have a better question. They, no, they pamper themselves with snacks, playtime, story okay. time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, oh. coloring, nursery rhymes, and a sing along. What hard hitting issue? Was the mayor discussing before you instructed him in the talk back to switch to Mori Povich to see the babies in the, the whatever the it was? It sure we got we lost it. I think it was taxes, and we must do something about this immediately. Immediately, let's go here. I'm fed up to my neck. So I had to, I had to get him off track a little and he bit. He goes, turn to channel nine. Go to Mori. Go to Mori. I put on nine, and it was these babies about the size of Reavers <laughs> wearing diapers crawling around the stage. Yes. And I just had a, I guffawed. Uh, it, it was good. It was good. I, I thought it was an obese kid. No, they were, they were, were small kids. They were, small they were big fat. Babies. They were big, huge babies. <laughs> oh, okay. So but, they were babies. But they looked like, uh, you know, fifth graders, yeah. and they were chubby. <laughs> And, and they, they had all a, had the diapers. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Now many of them probably live in... Uh, They're what adults. What town is this? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Atkinson, New Hampshire. Yeah, they'll take them. You fruitcakes. <laughs> this is why we'll be under uh, Iranian rule within two years. What do you think when the Chinese commies look at something like that? They think... Oh, We've got them right a, where we want them. They say to themselves... Did you ever think it would be this easy? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's Just walk right did in. Did you ever think it would be this easy? These people are this, nuts. Or do we really want to do this? Are they like Putin and uh, Chinese and Iran? Are they drawing stars, uh, straws to see who gets to invade us first? Yeah, yeah, and it's just they're saying, I can't believe what they're doing. They're making it so easy. Because when will you hear the next thing i got coming up that you'll have to wait for? Because mm. we're going to take a break and come back with Johnny Height. I don't know if I can do news. I'm watching Maury Povich. All right. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Scoonie's on the phone. That's because it's Positive Thursday at Garage Logic, brought to us by Schoon Over Body Works and Auto Care. Located in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E, pretty much anything you need related to auto care can be had at Schoonover's. I'm a little distracted here, Mike. How you doing? I'm good, Kenny. I'm reading a review. This review must be from, I, I don't know, like a brother-in-law or a relative or something. Um, how is Blake Woodward related to you, Mike? He is not related to me. <laughs> he is, uh, he is, uh, his dad is a GLer. Let me read this review. This is so good. I wish people talked like me this way. Wow. Where to start? 
My dad told me to call you because he heard of how great uh, a place Schoonovers is on Garage Logic. Glad I came in. I could go on and on on how great uh, this place is and the staff. All around family company and always there for you. Won't ever go anywhere else again. You can bet on it here that you're in the best hands. Grammar, not that great, but the review is absolutely shining. And it's what we've all been saying for years. You you guys, you know the game. You know how to do it. Well, we have to because... Uh... We have to. That's how you. That's how you succeed in in life and in business. You got to be good to people. Word of mouth is always the best way, uh, and we do consider it word of mouth. If you hear on hear about it on uh, GL, so that's pretty cool. I love reading these reviews. Uh, the real reason for talking to you today, Mike, is I need some advice. I know somebody who slid into a pole uh, in a jeep a few weeks ago, wrecked the wheel. Insurance company checked it out. Turns out there's damage, frame damage, something. Jeep's about 10, 10 years old. They they totaled it. And I'm wondering, should I get a salvage title and buy that thing and just fix it and drive it? What do you know about salvage titles? No, it's totaled out for a reason, and it's usually due to economic reasons. Um there's not there's there there's a lot of people out there that think that there's a smoking hot deal on a used car that they find online, especially this you know Facebook marketplace seems to be a pretty popular place to buy cars. But yeah, yeah, see them um, all the buy, time. Buy, buyer beware and buyer beware of you know some of the used car places that uh, are around town. That um, you know some of these some of these cars are just they were totaled out for a reason. And um, and then they were put back together by somebody who was trying to do it very cheaply and not properly. And so, you know, we're seeing we see them. We see these cars in our shop a lot. And so it's unfortunate because you you got a You got a problem on your hands there where, where things were not done properly and and and, and, and they're not safe or or they're going to cause, you know, all kinds of problems down the road, which is going to cost a lot of money. So I uh, would the insurance company, they'd be hesitant to insure a salvage title vehicle, wouldn't they? How's that work? Yeah, they have ways of, of checking it out. But a lot of times, you know, a lot of times some people don't don't claim their accident uh, and then they just sell it. Oh. Uh, you know, the car wasn't covered with insurance and they, you know, whatever. So there's just a lot of ways that it can be done. And there's there's ways I think that you can wash a title. But I don't know. Do your research, GLers. If it looks like a, you know, too good of a deal, there's probably something there. And then we would be happy to take a look at it. And we don't charge uh, for, for giving a, you know, five, 10 minute inspection just to look at the, you know, the usual things to make sure that this car is going to be safe for that truck or whatever it might be. Well, that's great advice. And that's exactly what I expected from you. And that's why Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care is the official body shop of Garage Logic, always rated as one of the Metro's top shops, just like Blake Woodward said. Uh, go to schoonoverbodyworks.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Here's John Height. 
Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Minneapolis community safety officials say they plan to open the city's new third precinct and community safety center in March of next year. City Council approved the new location in November. It will be just down Minnehaha Avenue from the old project. Community Safety Commissioner Todd Barnett and Design and Implementation Implement. Director Amanda Harrington confirmed they plan to open the police portion of the building at the same time as the community services portion. What remains unclear is what those services beyond policing will look like or how much money the city is pitching in. All of this at a meeting yesterday did not sit well with City Council Member Robin Wansley. She said, what I'm hearing so far is there are lots of staff meetings or subgroups that have been compromised to make a plan, but they're still not a plan. Harrington says there will ideally be at least some integrated space between police and community spaces when it uh, opens. Is this when things got heated, John? Was it at that same meeting? No, this was, it was the same meeting, but it got heated about a different subject. I do not have that in my news, but okay. that was about the uh, encampments is when it got heated. Ah, because your gal was pretty outspoken, Joe. <laughs> she I saw was, that. yeah. Well, she's we calling it for what it is. It's no, a, she's 100% right. It's all addicted yeah. people. Yep. A week after the city council approved that resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, the mayor vetoed it, calling it one-sided. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry announced his decision yesterday afternoon, saying he supports a ceasefire but didn't like the language in the resolution because, in his words, it uplifts the history of Palestinians and all but erases that of Israeli Jews. Uh, Fry has expressed frustration with the council's resolution earlier this month, noting that he was never consulted. Despite being the only elected Jew in the city, he did say he met with a few council members before last week's meeting to express concerns. Some council members also voted against the resolution after saying it should call Hamas a terrorist organization. However, the measure was approved by nine council members. That would be enough to override the mayor's veto, which the council could do at its next meeting on February 8th. Minneapolis, you get what you deserve. Do this they, is why you are not a serious city. Do these group of idiots seriously think they're making a difference? Yes. They truly believe this, don't they? Yes. This is why Minneapolis is uh, in the position they are, because they're wasting time with this. And the fact that, uh, I mean, I love the fact that he vetoed it, but the fact that he's he said something along the lines of, I'd be willing to sign it if they said this, this, and this. This shouldn't even come up to, uh, it shouldn't be up for discussion. No, he's trying to have it both ways. Right. Minneapolis public school teachers spoke out against the district early this morning, a day after staging a walkout at the end of the school day as contract negotiations continue. According to MPS, the district needs to reduce $90 million in spending for the next year to remain financially sound. But the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers says that statement is exaggerated at best and reckless at worst. Union leaders say members have been working without a contract for seven months, been asking the district for a 16% pay increase over two yeah, years. Okay. The union adds it commissioned an analysis of the district spending, and while the full findings are expected to be released later on today, MFT officials say in the last five years, MPS has projected a deficit each fall, adjusted that number throughout the year, and then posted a surplus the following summer. Contracts are negotiated every two years. But the one negotiated during the March 2022 strike was retroactive at the time. It expired in June of 2023. Going back to Minneapolis not being a serious city, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the best any city can hope for is that it's treading water. 
Minneapolis feels like it's treading water. It's not. Um, it's not. It's no, not advancing. I, I see that they've gone under, and uh, I just lost sight of them. Oh, okay. they're about to be resting on the bottom. Well, as I said, then the best you can hope for is to be treading water. Yeah, that would be an improvement. Yeah. A new wrinkle in a story we followed a couple years back: the Minnesota Supreme Court has overturned first-degree murder and kidnapping convictions for a woman who was sentenced to life in prison for aiding the New Year's Eve killing of a Minneapolis realtor. 32-year-old Elsa Segura was accused of posing as an interested homebuyer to draw 28-year-old Monique Baugh to a house showing on December 31st, 2019. Segura didn't show up. Two of her boyfriend's friends, Cedric Berry and Barry Davis, did. They tied Baugh up, kidnapped her, and then shot her in an alley, according to court documents. They also shot Baugh's boyfriend, who survived his injuries. Prosecutors said they think Barry and Davis did all that at the direction of Segura's boyfriend, Lyndon Wiggins, who allegedly had a falling out with Baugh's boyfriend earlier that year, stemming from a dispute involving a record label. Barry, Davis, Wiggins, and Segura were all convicted, sentenced to life in prison for their roles in this whole thing. However, the Minnesota Supreme Court ruled prosecutors didn't have enough evidence to uphold Segura's convictions for first-degree murder and attempted murder under an aiding and abetting theory of liability because they didn't prove that Segura knew that Barry and Davis were planning to kidnap and kill Baugh. The justices also determined the judge's jury instructions on accomplice liability were erroneous, could have impacted the jury's decision. The ruling throws out Segura's convictions and life sentence. However, the ruling is unlikely to impact the cases of Barry and Davis, even if the premeditation aspect is in question because the killing happened during a kidnapping. I want you to know that I didn't pay any attention to that story and I couldn't tell you what John just said. Well, I was complicated. I was reading a tweet from uh, Brett Weinstein, to be honest, and I have no idea what it's just. John, I was, yeah. and I was confused. So she, yeah, basically, that's the point. I was confused. She, she well, got off or had her uh, whatever her sentence rescinded because she wasn't one of the people that pulled the trigger. Is that basically uh, what they decided? Yes, and and she said she was not aware that they were going to kill her. I don't you guys remember the story, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, very well, sure. John. Yeah. 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 I got it. They said, uh, <laughs> the court said she was not aware, which she said, uh, that they were going to kill this woman, and also the judge's instructions about uh, the liability of somebody in that position were wrong. That basically the judge said you could do whatever you want with her when uh, uh, apparently the Because Supreme she court also says, received no, a life sentence. That's correct, okay. yes. Okay, Yes. So the federal government says it will not budge on its decision to impose taxes on that big rebate check that you got from Minnesota last fall. The IRS said in December that the agency considers the checks federally taxable income. A surprise to state officials that sparked a flurry of lobbying to try and reverse that decision before income tax filing season starts. But now in letters sent to Minnesota U.S. Representative Pete Stauber and U.S. Representative Angie Craig, IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel said the state's rebates did not fall under the category of general welfare or disaster relief, both of which can be excluded from federal taxes. So those hefty checks of 260 bucks for single filers <laughs> or 520 for couples will have to be filed with your normal tax filing. I love the fact that we're getting taxed twice. We're getting on, we're getting taxed on money that was sent back to us because we were overtaxed. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Way to go, so, government. You really screwed yeah. us good that time.
Whoa! Will, you, will you fellas join me as we walk down memory lane quickly? So on the campaign trail, Governor Walls said, we can't listen to millionaires like Scott Jensen. Minnesotans need $2,000 rebate checks. Yes. Well, that was a that. lie. It ended up being $265. He's a, he's a politician. And then he also said, well, don't worry. Because this money you're getting, you ain't going to be taxed on. Well, that was also a lie. He has no idea how the IRS works. Because now we're going to get so, taxed on it. I will see. I go to prison if I continue with my campaign to get a rail, a bucket of hot tar, <laughs> no. um, yeah. some pitchforks, um, maybe torches. some torches? Torches. You'll be in trouble, Kenny. So I, I could get thrown trouble. in jail for that? Because I that's what so. they. that's what we need. We sure need something, but you're not going to get it from people who wear diapers. What? Well, you're not going to get it from the voters of this state right. who love being treated like There's this. There's probably a diaper crowd in this state. Oh, heavens, yes. A, a diaper crowd. I yeah. like that. Why don't we? Community. Uh, why, why don't we take a little break? We can do that, and Johnny. From our friend, the Rook. Sorry, yeah, I thought I'm going to talk to you about Zero Res. No, you're good. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the good folks at Zero Res. Zero Res has been around for quite some time. They started here on Garage Logic. They have great specials. You heard me. I sound like a recording, but every single day they do the same great job. Check out the 17,000 reviews. Check out the 4.9 rating on Google. Backing it up, yes, they do. The Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. When Zero Res comes in your home, I'll tell you how it works. You call, make an appointment. They come in with their little vans. They've got their machines, and they do exactly what you tell them to do. Hallway, yep. Stairs, yep. Carpet, yep. Whatever. Now, remember, you're in charge there. You can get as much or as little as you want, but right now, why don't you go for this great deal? It's the Rook Special. Three rooms, zero resified for just $119. And don't forget... The air ducts, man. They're 75 bucks. Take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Have they ever been cleaned? Call right now, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at zeroresminnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie special. This is the uh, the, the uh, month of love, right? Well, send some love to your carpets with zero res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or zeroresminnesota.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. In other news, legislative news, somewhat of a miracle yesterday in Washington, D.C., the United States House of Representatives actually approved a bill with broad support from both parties. Really? You're allowed to do that? Yeah, it's a roughly $79 billion tax cut uh, cut package that would enhance the child tax credit for millions of lower-income families and boost three tax breaks for businesses, a combination that gives lawmakers on both sides of the political aisle policy wins. Prospects for the measure becoming law are uncertain with the Senate still having to take it up, uh, but for a House that 
Well, let's just say they've struggled a bit to get any bills of consequences over the finish line. Legislation could represent a rare breakthrough. The bill passed by a vote of 357 to 70. Uh, On the other side, U.S. Senator James Langford can't catch a break as he tries to strike that bipartisan U.S. border deal with Senators Chris Murphy and Kirsten Sinema. Although Langford was appointed by Senator Mitch McConnell to lead a bipartisan negotiation on immigration, the backlash he's received from uh, fellow GOP lawmakers suggests that they see him as unfit for the job in their eyes. You said uh, yellow. Jello. Yeah, correct. That was funny. I That's thought it correct. was yellow. I like that. Close I don't like being called Jello. Like... Langford, considered uh, very conservative in the uh, Congress, says it's been exceptionally frustrating. He says, everybody's saying, prove me wrong on this. Here's the Internet rumor. Prove this is wrong. However, the text of the whole thing hasn't been released, so nobody has actually read the bill. Uh, That is frustrating some other Republicans who actually agree with Langford. Senator Kevin Kramer of North Dakota said Republicans are turning on him because it's more convenient politically than explaining the merits of it. That's very frustrating for me. Another Republican, Mike Rounds, emphasized that Lankford has not deserved any of this criticism. The Oklahoma senator insists we still have gaps in openness in the border a decade from now if we don't resolve it right now. This kind of moment, he said, doesn't come very often. When it comes, we have to have a longer look than 10 months from now. Federal Reserve announced yesterday it was keeping interest rates at their current levels. All of this comes amid improving consumer confidence and a declining inflation rate. In a run-up to the announcement, some Fed officials have been signaling the current rate has been enough to knock inflation down toward the central bank's 2% target. Federal funds target rate has remained at 5.25% to 5.5% since last summer, following 11 increases. U.S. officials have confirmed to CBS News that plans have been approved for a series of strikes over a number of days against targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities inside Iraq and Syria. The strikes would come in response to drone and rocket attacks targeting U.S. forces in the region, including that drone attack on Sunday that killed three U.S. service members at the Tower 22 base inside Jordan near the Syrian border are you supposed to tell them what you're going to uh, do that's what yeah, i, was I, I had the same uh, thought when i first I just that. Do get it. ready on your mocks we're going to do it saturday on your mocks so get ready Anya. but is so, this is this she w- did marry uh yusuf uh, Getset. what she Anya marks married yusuf Getset later on in life so it was Anya marks Getset. <laughs> jeez I'm glad you crack yourself up. Yeah, I think I'm pretty clever. I want to work with people who uh, uh, Uh listen to the news. Don't do that and read the paper. Yeah. I did. Put an air fryer, put a cheese (laughs) cheese sandwich in an air fryer, and it's one of the best grilled cheeses you'll ever have. You saw that in the paper? Yeah. Review on smorgies. John, thank you. Just the hell with it. I mean, (laughs) what's the point? I'm sorry, John. So in other words, all these other people have... Cut my news short. See? Yeah, See they, they have, John. They have. It's their That's fault. <laughs> Take your thing. I mean, I don't really... I think Take we can just... Thing. I think uh, we can just... just stay here? Yeah, just stay here. Okay, I don't want any of... This is a test. Okay. I don't Uh-oh. want any of your sophomore BS here. Microphone for, off. Yep. I normally don't bring up diaper stories of that kind. And I normally wouldn't bring up the story I'm about to bring up, except I'm serious when I tell you it's very telling and how unserious this country's become. Okay. We're in turmoil. 
Uh, you better watch yourself. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not washing my shelf. A transgender sorority member accused of acting inappropriately. Uh, I got that got right it, okay. here. Uh, of acting inappropriately towards an other female members recently scored a legal victory. On Friday, and this is in Wyoming, just like the diapers were in New Hampshire, we're spreading away from the country's tallest buildings. Yeah. On Friday, a federal judge in Wyoming, my adopted home state, <laughs> dismissed a lawsuit that was brought by members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at the University of Wyoming, attempting to have a transgender woman removed from the Greek Life Organization. We don't want her here. The sorority member was accused of an inappropriate erection. Right? Like the one I have now? What did I ask you? What did I tell you? wasn't me. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after... Me- <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I'm sweating. The dismissal? Turn my microphone off. The dismissal, that's a good idea. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after members. See, because this is a test. test. And I'm going to ask you what the the original point of this might have been. I'm I'm back. This is very serious. It's odd when I'm the straightest. Here we go. I'll say. Yeah. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after members of the sorority uh, filed the lawsuit against the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority. What now? Yeah. Hmm. And the transgender member identified as Artemis Langford. Saying that her membership should be voided over her gender. Artemis. You don't hear that name much. You really, you don't. In March, members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority filed a lawsuit against the organization and Langford, saying that Langford is a man and that Kappa Kappa Gamma's limits membership to women only. Under the sorority bylaws, every new member must be a woman. A woman is an adult human female. An adult human male is not a woman, no matter how he chooses to describe himself. Over the past several months, transgender rights have remained a topic of conversation with much controversy surrounding the idea of transgender women competing in female sports. Uh, In July, a non-binary individual was removed from a sorority at St. Lawrence University, prompting widespread criticism and discussion if the individual should be reinstated. Okay, here's my question. Oh, uh... Why was the guy in the sorority in the first place? That's where we're on serious country. Well, that's, that's the easiest part of the story. You mean maybe he just walked in? And no, no, no. This is yeah, all I about, just... look at how diverse we are, equity, inclusion. Yeah, but now they're coming to their senses and saying, look, if you're going to be a member but of this none sorority. none of that matters. It's the same thing of when the Leah Thomases yeah. of the world complained about the male swimmers in the female locker room. So, they were told this is for the betterment of all. I thought your membership in a sorority was um, 
tentative on the sorority accepting you and that you could be rejected at any minute. Couldn't anybody be kicked out of the sorority yes. for any number of reasons? Yes, and it says a, trans a transgender sorority member. So this moron <clears throat> had already been accepted to the sorority when he had an inappropriate deal happen. And then uh, they said, that's it. That's it. You're gone there, Artemis. But it was yeah. an accident. Well, well they're well, walking they around. Are. They're walking around having pillow fights in yeah. their panties. I mean, who can blame her? Change. Who can you forget know. when John Belushi yeah. fell off the ladder in Animal House? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the great scenes of uh, movie. Do. You know, at a certain age, though, aren't they all kind of accidental? Yep. <laughs> Not on purpose. Well. Well. <laughs> I'll say. But let me just say this. Yeah. What are you going to say? Uh -huh. Talk the, to me, Goose. The failed academy's not serious. The town of Hitchcock, New Hampshire, whatever the hell it is, is not serious. I believe Hitchcock is where the Hitchcock the legislature in Minnesota is not serious. We're we're uh, you got two presidential candidates who shouldn't be considered seriously. It, it's just, uh, we're just in a horrible, horrible mess. So maybe that's why people do join diaper clubs and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> to escape. Maybe it's just, Get away what's from the, the noise. point? Exactly. What's the point? If I wear this around, I can go to playtime and have animal crackers and Let's the whole go. deal. Yeah. <laughs> Only because they come to us. I know it's early, but the hell with this show. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're finally on our side. <laughs> <laughs> Only where they come from, from the traveling yeah, Lymans at Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, home to the two Super Bowl teams. They're, they're bivouac there in a couple of hotels right there in Lake Las Vegas. In a diaper. On this day in history. Feb 1. On this day in 1840, Thomas B. Walker was born in Xenia, Ohio. After making his fortune in lumber, he developed the Walker Art Gallery, which opened in 1894 and later became the Walker Art Center. He also played an instrumental role in the creation of the Minnesota, I'm sorry, the Minneapolis Public Library. Hmm. He died in 1928. On this day, 2 1, in 1886, St. Paul's first Winter Carnival opened, wow. hosting competitions in curling, skating, and ice polo, and boasting the first ice palace in the U.S. Built in Central Park, that would be Central Park in St. Paul, because there used to be one. The palace was 140 feet long, 120 feet wide, and 100 feet high. Hmm. Fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the uh, torchlight on Saturday night. That's good. Yeah. On this day, <laughs> noted. On this Thanks, day, February in 1887. What are you doing Friday? The Northwest sure. Publishing Company was incorporated in St. Paul as a general job order printing office with the subsidiary enterprise of publishing the Western Appeal, which became the Appeal in 1889, a weekly African American newspaper that had first appeared in 1885. Editor John Quincy Adams later called it a national Afro-American newspaper and intended it to be a bold and active publication that would represent people marginalized by their race. 
That was in 1887. Out of its time. And finally, on this day. Are you talking about February 1st? 1933. Wendell R. Anderson was born in St. Paul. He was a member of the silver medal winning 1956 U.S. Olympic hockey team, a lawyer and former legislator in both the House and Senate. He served as governor from 1971 to 1976 after helping to establish a firmer control on state finances through the Minnesota Miracle fiscal reforms of 1971. Anderson uh, ended his career as an elected official by appointing himself to fill the U.S. Senate seat of Walter Mondale following Mondale's election as vice president of the U.S. in November 1976. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know. Is Wendell still with us? Look it up quick, somebody. Quick, quick. I believe. Didn't he pass away? Well, that's what I'm after. I don't know if I, I don't want to hear I believe. I need a fact. Wendell. Wendy Anderson. I hope he's still with us, but I don't know. Wendell. I'm hopeful that he's alive. He's dead. He died in 2016. 2016. Wendell R. Anderson. July 17th. Yep. He played hockey well into his later years. Thank you, GLers. Before uh, before we end it, I, in honor of what you just said, Joe. Yeah. Oh, to hell with this show. I got places to go. See you later. <laughs> wow. I'm loving that. Another long song from John Hayes. <laughs> clever yes you know what else is clever some of the things that you find on youtube if you can't get enough of garage logic join the thousands of glers who found us on youtube just search for garage logic podcast and subscribe for nearly daily content including behind the scenes stuff full segments and some video shorts that's garage logic podcast on youtube and the Daily Logician is a great way to stay up to date on GL. The Daily Logician is a daily email sent right to your inbox with the latest news and notes from Garage Logic. Sign up right now at garagelogic.com. You'll find the Daily Logician sign up form right there on the right hand side of the homepage. And more to come about the Minnesota Golf Show. It's going to be coming up next Friday, isn't it? Week from tomorrow, bro. I think we're going to be there. That's what I hear. Let's do it. It is time once again that we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and he is there for you for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And he's always going to give you the straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice and he's on the line with us once again here in garage logic and boy josh so much to discuss today including earnings and there were a lot of people wrong about the fed weren't there an awful lot of people wrong about the fed but i'll pat myself on the back not mr money talk josh arnold fed came out with their pronouncements yesterday and said we're going to keep on hold but bear in mind this mantra higher for longer higher for longer 
longer. We are on pause, but we are not cutting interest rates now, and we are not cutting interest rates in March. We are continuing to monitor the data and continue to be watchful. The economy is still growing. Inflation is coming down, but we want to be sure that inflation is within our target and stays within our target for several more months before we make a move. Now, many strategists, many analysts are looking for the Fed this year to cut interest rates six times or more. And there are still those that are looking for that kind of aggressive action. I am not. And I would suggest you do not expect the Fed this year to be aggressive in cutting interest rates unless the economy goes into a tailspin and hits a recession. Recession, bear in mind, is designated as two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. And we have not had two straight quarters of negative GDP growth since early in 2022. So since that time, the economy has been growing by GDP measures. Inflation has been coming down, not enough for the Fed to aggressively cut interest rates. Now, there are several uh, analysts who are of the belief that by the end of this year, the economy will be in a recession. And they have stated the reason being that the Fed has kept interest rates higher for too long and have maintained their quantitative tightening policy for too long. Some of these people are smarter than, than I am. I just look at this point in time. I really do not see the economy slowing significantly. Yes, there are many issues. There are issues in real estate, particularly office real estate. There are issues in energy. Energy prices, while slowly moving up, you have China, which is in a deflationary situation and is now trying to do what they can to reinflate and start to grow their economy. So worldwide demand for oil is not growing, at least at this point in time. That is another area that, quite frankly, I'd be a little little cautious of investing in energy or energy-related uh, companies. On the other side, since we've got earnings, it is, has been a big week so far in earnings as Microsoft and Google reported after the close on Tuesday. Both companies beat the street. Neither company raised their guidance aggressively, and both stocks saw some selling action after the close on Tuesday and again yesterday, but they have had a slight rebound today. Both companies indicated that artificial intelligence businesses are starting to, to grow and will probably add to both revenues and earnings in the coming quarters. There were some questions about Google's advertising revenue, which is not as great as some had expected. Did have some, some earnings on the downside coming from UPS, uh, which was not a pretty uh, picture. And UPS, which had recently provided 
um, higher pay for a union contract announced that they were going to be cutting 12,000 jobs, we'll say, in an efficiency move. Well, market did not like that. And then today, C.H. Robinson, another major logistics player, uh, missed on their numbers. And they also guided down, saying the pricing environment is very difficult. That leads into two of my favorite companies that report after the close today, both Apple and Amazon, as well as uh, Facebook or Meta also reports. I do expect Apple and Amazon to do better than estimates, but issue some conservative guidance, and that's going to be the key to their uh, stock performance going forward. Amazon had recently hit a 52-week high, but not an all-time high, and much focus is going to be on Amazon Web Services, particularly given the growth that Microsoft's Azure and Google's cloud had and was announced the other night. Amazon's cloud is still the leader by revenue standards and uh, generates a little more than twice Microsoft's and uh, probably a little more than three times Google. So the growth rate there, if it is greater than 10 or 11 percent, I'd be I'd be surprised and quite happy if that were the case. I think there's going to be also some questions about uh, Amazon and on Apple's call, Apple's high initiatives. With Apple, estimates have been coming down, and recently there have been a few uh, downgrades of Apple on fears that phone sales in China are lagging, but no analyst has picked up on India uh, phone sales, which are growing apace going to be very interesting uh, with these companies. I still maintain my price targets on Apple and Amazon at 250 and 200 respectively. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you always get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.